Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Deb Talks. This week, we have Cody from the Unbreakable Breath, um, I guess, movement that he is organizing here in our local area, Kelowna, British Columbia. And I'm very privileged to have him because um, this was very kind of short notice. We were introduced uh, through a very good friend of mine. And when I uh, looked at all the things that Cody is doing, I just loved it. And I thought, well, it would be so cool if we can get him to talk to us a little bit about his journey and how he came to this, um, to be offering this breathing kind of circle, I guess, to people. And um, yeah, and how it can even help us. We can learn something today. So without further ado, yes, Cody, please introduce yourself to us. Cody, you've got a few minutes, just wherever you would like to start, introduce yourself as a person, what led you to this uh, breathing techniques, and um, and then we can take it from there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thanks for having me on today. Thanks for having the time to, to hear my story and hear a little bit about uh, the power of breathwork. Um, my name's Cody Fisher, um, founder of Unbreakable Breath. Um, where do I begin? I guess uh, begin with letting you guys know about my my journey and my struggle through life, as you can mm-hmm. put it. Um, my mom passed away when I was a young child, and I grew up in a quite abusive um, um, home with my father. Um, I had always, since my mom passed, I'd always had such a a deep pitted feeling of hopelessness of loneliness I mean she left she she died and um I just I did didn't know how to fill that void um anyways fast forward through most of my adulthood um I lived a life of addiction um and depression uh hopelessness loneliness you know that's not to say that I didn't have some pretty amazing times in my life. I've been on some great adventures. I've traveled lots. I've had great relationships. Um, but that trauma that was set inside of me, I had no idea to how to be in a relationship, how to even keep friendships. Yes. Um, how old were you, Cody, no, exactly? I was seven years old. Yeah, that's so, yeah. The formative mm-hmm. years are still happening. Exactly, right? So I... You know, when I moved out of home when I was 17 years old, I immediately got into binge drinking all the time. Uh, My grades dropped. Um, I just, instead of going to college, I went and worked in the oil patch um, and then just lived a perpetual cycle throughout my 20s and early 30s of alcoholism, drug addiction, um, which ended up leading also to a really intense gambling addiction as well. which culminated in the last couple of years, I've became very suicidal and I came, became very suicidal for a couple of years. Um, I tried on numerous occasions, probably at least half a dozen, um, to take my own life. Um, but last year, um, just before Christmas, um, I had my most, um, I guess, successful attempt um but i was i was found outside it was during a cold snap here um and i i died on the way to the hospital but they they continued cpr on me and got me on life support um and then when i came to christmas day um i ended up staying in the hospital for close to six months 
Um, and that, as a result, to recover, yes. And as a result, physically, I lost both a half my feet. They were amputated to stage four frostbite. Yeah. Um, but, you know, um, my physical injuries were the least, really the least of my problems. I got, I became a lot sicker emotionally and mentally while I was in the hospital. Yes, because um, also there you wouldn't have got your drugs and stuff like alcohol. And now you're in the hospital and mm -hmm. uh, you probably couldn't do much movement because you had lost, you know, toes on both of your feet. So you had to learn how to balance, how to walk and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I would mm -hmm. imagine that um, you're struggling through a lot because you're also having to get rid of that addiction. That's, you know, you have to face yourself because there's no way you can't harm yourself. You can't, you know, you have no. to face that, that deep, that deep uh, stuff that you've always avoided and try to fill up with alcohol and drugs. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, that was the thing too. And I've been, since I've been in this perpetual site of, of suicidal ideology, um, you know, I've been like, somebody needs to fix me, right? Like I had no idea what to do or, or even yes. willing to put it, put in the effort, so to speak. Um, but, you know, when I was in the hospital, it was just more drugs, more drugs, more drugs. Yes. Right. And that's the thing about um, the drugs is, you know, they dampen you emotionally and interfere with your ability to feel. Yes. To well, actually... I guess in that time, they're trying to help you as best they know how. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. And for me, that wasn't working. And throughout yes. throughout my adult life, I've been medicated. Um, I was I've been diagnosed with depression, uh, major depression um ADHD for years um borderline personality disorder um whatever else and throughout the years always being on I always felt like I got sick on sicker while I was taking the antidepressants the antipsychotics the ADHD meds um yeah well they have so, massive side effects right that's why exactly. I think antidepressants really are they are good to use as a bridge until mm -hmm. you can wean yourself sure. off and then do something that's healthier for you. But, you know, it's really hard yeah. out there to navigate when people are suffering and they're feeling like, you know, you're, you're every day you're feeling sick or tired or hopeless in your life. It's it's really hard mm -hmm. to know that you have the power to get out of that. Um, and it's like what you said just earlier on, like you were so hopeless in your life that you didn't even know that you could do something to help yourself. Like at that point in the game, everybody just thinks they have no power left. But the 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 good news is that we always have the power to choose always. something yeah. new, something different. It doesn't matter what, how deep you think you've, you know, got into something, how far you've fallen. As long as you're breathing, there's still hope. And that means that you can change your mind and you can yeah. choose something different. And that's your power. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's probably what you did. You chose that, something different somehow. That <laughs> is what I running did. These, yeah, because you're running these breath circles and they are powerful. They are, yes. Yeah, so tell us a little bit how that came into being. Yeah, so um, I ended up leaving the hospital and heading to a men's residential uh, recovery center for addiction. Uh, great place. Um, and, you know, I was still very hopeless when I got was here um yes. i could i was i was mostly in a wheelchair um mm -hmm. i was still unable to be on my feet often i was still very hopeless and you know the plan you know i was still determined hey like you know when i get the chance 
I'm gonna, gonna you try, know, and try to check out. Try and check out again. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know, through finding community um and then the resources they had here, I started to to gain a little bit of inspiration to to you know try. Um and then I was encouraged um for for the last couple of years, I have practiced the uh, pranayama breath, like, you know, like some box breathing and Nadi Shodana um, and different techniques with that. But that only provided me at times with, you know, that really short term catharsis where I was just, you know, it was just an escape for me for a bit. And then as soon as I was done with it, it was back to that feelings again. So but I was I was encouraged, obviously, with my physical injuries to find, you know, something that I could really lean into with my story and to help people with. So, you know, I thought, you know, there's got to be more to this breathwork stuff. So I started doing some research and I came across what these, these we call and, and what I guide these transformational breathwork journeys. Um, and I did one and it rocked me to my core. Like I did my first one and it was, instantly like I was done it and that feeling of hopelessness that feeling of despair that loneliness it was gone like yeah. completely gone was it that a 20 minute the... session or an hour uh, it's about an hour that's yeah. the hour session yes because what mm -hmm. happens is when you're doing this breathing session for one hour it's kind of like the ayahuasca experience it mm -hmm. takes you beyond the logical mind so into the pure consciousness so when you're doing this breathing techniques it doesn't matter really which one, but particularly you found this one. So you're doing that mm -hmm. for an hour. You're getting out of that logic mind where the depression is, whether I want to kill myself is, where I, my life sucks, my I'm hopeless. It takes you outside of that and into the pure consciousness that you are. And when you touch that pure consciousness that you are, then you know who you are. Then all these other things who are not you, that you thought was you, that you judged yourself by, that you thought you're unworthy of life, you're unworthy of love, all that stuff goes away because they are not true. But you don't mm -hmm. know that because if you only ever get stuck on that logical mind, you never know your true self. And it's not just you, it's all of us. And like what you said earlier on, you know, your, your mind took you to all these places. Everybody's in that same boat because we don't know that we are more than our thinking patterns. Mm -hmm. And these techniques, and like I said, there are many various tools in the world that we can use. But for me, breath is one of the, it's so close to my heart. Mm -hmm. I love it so much because I understand and I have um, experienced the transformation that can happen. And so sure. when I when I heard your story, I was like, wow, that is incredible mm -hmm. that you yeah. can get this type of belief that you've been struggling for your whole life. You've mm -hmm. come so close to death. And then this one hour breathing technique will change your life. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, based on my experience, I am, you know, I firmly believe that, you know, breath work has the, you know, potential to transform somebody's life, not in a year, not in months, but immediately. Immediately. 100%. Mm -hmm. 100%. For sure. Okay. So tell us then a little bit. So you experienced the breath. Yeah. So I experienced it and, you know, I, I sat with it, with that for a little bit. And I thought, why, you know, what the heck? Like, why do more people not know about this? Like, <laughs> why, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
think, <laughs> why isn't this out there in the world? You yeah. know, this is, that's for me. You know, yeah, it, just... that's what's going on. I tell you something that when you find something that's so amazing, because it was the right time for you, then you just like, you look around, it's like, why isn't everybody doing this? I'm the same, like, because I actually, one of my first turnarounds in my life was also through breath and meditation and yoga. And yoga has been the one thing that I've been doing it just is my thing, right? And then I always think it's like, why isn't everybody doing this? Why are people not <laughs> lining up to come and do this yoga? Because it's so good. Like people complain about their health and their medic, uh, mental, physical, and emotional wellness. I'm like, come to yoga. All those things will disappear, but they don't come. And then I realized that everybody has their own path and everybody has their own tool that's going to rock them. And it doesn't really matter what the tool is as long as they connect with their true self. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the goal in all this is just more aware, gaining more awareness, right? Correct. So, um, but yeah, this, this, this breath work is, is quite an amazing thing. It's like you had mentioned earlier, like ayahuasca, a lot of people reported, mm -hmm. and I can honestly report from my experience, it is like an LSD like experience. Yes, it is because we have it in our own bodies available to do mm -hmm. that. Exactly. But we don't right? know how to I, access it. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I always say too, like you were you were the healer and your breath was the medicine. Yes. So I mean this, you know, it's it's nice too that science is starting to come out and backing a lot of the benefits of breath oh, yeah, work they, and these, they these modalities. Been. Yeah, they have been for quite a few years now. It's slow, but mm -hmm. it's speeding up a little bit now. I can see that yeah. even I interviewed somebody about plant medicine last week or the week before. And mm -hmm. it's just great to see how many more people are trying because the medical industry, you know, they're trying, but a lot mm -hmm. of these medications that people take make them more sick. So people are going towards plant medicine and then finding that they, they have the capacity within themselves to heal. Yeah, it's just to exactly. connect with that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I firmly believe like, you know, what drugs don't teach us is a, that lasting lesson of self-regulation, right? Mm -hmm. It can help like control our feelings and behaviors, but it always comes out of price because they, you There's know, so many negatives. They, it's like maybe it helps one thing and, and upsets nine other things in your body. It's like, yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. You know, it blocks the chemical systems that regulate like our engagement and motivation and pain and pleasure, right? Correct. And, I mean, I that's what the human experience is all about is, is it's not feel just things. feeling, but feel like really. Yeah, feel. exactly. So, yeah, exactly. And I think that in, you know, in life, we just, um, we don't want to feel negative emotions or feel sadness or, and it's part of our experience. You can't avoid mm -hmm. it. And there's nothing yeah. wrong if you're feeling it. So we don't need medication all the time to regulate our feelings. Like we can regulate ourselves. The body mm -hmm. has the capacity i always i'm amazed you know cody that people get so like oh wow look at elephants or look at tigers or leopards or, or whale you know all these different <laughs> animals that they keep saying mm -hmm. they've got oh, have you looked at your body <laughs> have you looked at yourself have, mm -hmm. do you understand what you have we have no idea no. and everything else is better than us and like you said earlier on you're always looking for somebody to give you the answer outside of yourself. You always mm -hmm. thought it needs to be. And even when your mother passed away at seven, you were like, well, somebody has to give me love and protection. And if I don't get that from a person, I'm going to try it from drugs or alcohol. Mm -hmm. And you probably learning now that everything that you ever needed, you already have. 
and that you can That's give it to yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so inside of me. It's everything yeah. is, you already come fully built with everything that you will ever need. There's nothing outside of yourself that you Yeah. Need. And you know, I, I honestly feel like you know, that's with, with most addicts, alcoholics in my case, and from what my experience with people that I've worked with and, and uh, all that is, you know, it really comes down to just that inability to com- unconditionally love yourself. And that's and learning how to, not, it's not you know. for many, many, many people. We do not love ourselves mm-hmm. and we do not accept ourselves. We're constantly mm-hmm. judging and comparing and it's hard for people to yeah. truly love themselves. And, I just wanted to tell you also that, um, you know, your experience of wanting to end it and almost ending it like that really took you to a place so deep and dark that Mm -hmm. now I believe that your ability to be able to help people who have gone to that place, like only you can understand them, Mm -hmm. you know, and so you'll be able to help them. And so in some miraculous way, like, because of the experience that you had to go through, you might be able to save many people. I hope so. I really hope yeah, so. Yeah, through your experience, yeah. because that's how it works. You cannot teach people something mm-hmm. you haven't done. Mm-hmm. It just exactly. can't happen. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's it's a beautiful gift in the end when you can really see it for what it is and not, and often when people are trying to recover, there's a lot of this um, victimhood and you can never oh, yes. become free when you when you play that victim card. Like, oh, I, my mother died when I was seven. That's all I'm ever going to be, you know? Yeah. And we don't mean to do it, but we have to become aware that we're doing it. Of course, of course. So it's yeah, like you we, know, I... we, yeah, because we got the pain maybe once when we were seven and we continued it for 17, 18 years, 20 mm-hmm. years, 30 years. But the pain only really, the thing only happened once in your life. And then you're perpetuating the pain. It doesn't make any sense, right? Exactly. Yeah. And through that and, you know, through the childhood that I went through um, um, in my teenage years, I always kind of had this deep sense of you owe me one universe, right? So uh, Ah. um, that was that that mentality of, you know, and and now like just having that mentality of radical self-responsibility, right? Like if I want to make a change, it's up to me. That doctor's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. You know, my sister's not going to do it for me. I have to do it. Yeah. So, and it's just, it all, it like at bottom line, it all comes down to a choice. You know, I had to choose, Hey, do I want to be in the start place where I feel like crap all the time and where I feel like take my own life and, you know, reliving all, you know, the shame of my past, or do I just want to live in gratitude and, and, you know, just leave, live each day by day and, and be happy. Like I, I said, it's, you know, it takes more energy to be in that dark place than it does to be in that happy place. So. Oh, wow. I hope you're hearing that listeners. It takes more energy to stay in that dark place than it is to be Mm -hmm. in the happy place. So just, uh, if you're, if you're listening out there and you're suffering with addiction or reach out and get help because help is always there. I mean, I'm so, it makes my heart so happy that, um, Cody here has said, when he came to the the house that he was uh, staying after the hospital, he got in touch with people that showed compassion and then he, you know, that supported him and it's there. It's available. Yeah. You got to reach out. 
Yeah, and you're not suffering suffering alone. I mean, my one of the really key pieces to all of this was realizing that I don't have to bear my burdens alone. Yeah. I've always my my whole life I've been afraid to be vulnerable, afraid of people seeing me for the hurt that I have inside. Right? Mm. Talk to somebody. Yes. And we all like that. It's not just people who suffer with addiction. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so many of us walk around and we just ashamed of so many things we don't want to talk about it and it festers and it festers and none of these things are really true we're just making it up because you are the most divine being ever to walk this planet yeah. but you just it's, don't know. we always we always make things bigger in our head than they actually are correct and always. that's why i love the breath so much because when i started uh breathing techniques i was very young in my 20s i was very lucky fortunate that i was introduced to some breathing techniques and it changed my whole life because it taught me it actually made me aware that, oh, I am not my thinking process, that, oh, my mind is jumping from here to there, to there, to there, to there. And none of that is true. So using the breath to bring me back to the present moment, it was always a bridge mm -hmm. to help me. And now over so all these many years, it becomes easier on a daily basis to be in the present moment, because that's how you change your life. When you can mm -hmm. be in the present moment through awareness, yeah. you can change the pattern because like, you might have noticed this, um, Cody, when you were struggling, you seemed that you were in a pattern you couldn't get out. You were just in this loop and there was no way out, okay? The moment we learn that we can bring ourselves to the present moment through awareness, we can watch that pattern and then we can choose not exactly. to go and do that same thing over and over again. And that's the healing. I actually get goosebumps as I just said that because it's so <laughs> profound. It's so profound when you understand this. The pattern is there because we're all working from this unconscious pattern. It's like a computer. You know, you load a, uh, you load a program and that's what the computer <laughs> spits out. It's only the program. It's the same with us in that first six to seven years that we arrive here. The program is set. Science, scientists have already proven that. You're just going on autopilot. But there's one way out. And it's the breath. Because the breath, the breath is the bridge to bring you to what's happening now. And when you see your thinking process, when you can step back and you use awareness, you get to choose. And the mm -hmm. moment you choose something different, I guarantee it to you, your life will be different. As you're probably experiencing exactly. now, your life is different, right? Because you're choosing different things because you have brought your awareness under your control. Mm -hmm. yep, you're not exactly. allowing that pattern to run your life anymore. And so you get a different outcome. Yeah. And what breathwork does too, you know, daily breathwork practice and having uh, knowledge of these techniques, right? Is mm -hmm. I, um, especially with addicts and people who struggle, struggle with mental illness, anybody for that, that matters, but I'm just using mm -hmm. it as, as an example, because that's what I'm involved with. But that, that's a superpower, being able to put yourself into a position between that stimulus and reaction, having that pause, right? 100% you understand that you are the most powerful being on the planet, you just don't know it. Because yes, you've given exactly. your power to your mind to run your life and your mind knows nothing because the mind only knows from the past. It can, it doesn't know the future. It is very scared of the future. That's why we're afraid of death because it doesn't know death. And it just everything it uses from the past and it's like all filed in a cabinet and it tries to search when something is happening. Oh, where did that happen in the past and how should I react and what should I do? It doesn't know anything about now. 
No, and when we, you know, we don't properly release anything yes. from the past, right? Like they get stored in our body at a cellular level, right? Correct. And that's why breath work is so powerful because it allows us to reconnect to our bodies and to put definitions to exactly to put definitions to the sensations we feel. And then yeah. when we understand those sensations, then we can better regulate day to day. And I mean, that's yeah. just all what it's all about. So amazing. So Cody, now I'm very excited because I see here on your Instagram page, and I'm going to put all Cody's information in the link. So if you want to, uh, contact him about any breathing techniques. He's local here in, in the Colonia area where I live. So reach out to him. I wanted to ask you, um, where do you hold these classes? Like I, I know that you do breath circles. How, how does it work? Um, yes. Yeah, so I, every other Saturday, um, mm -hmm. uh, so this last Saturday, the fifth, and then coming up on the, um, I apologize. I have to look at a calendar yeah, here no really worries. quick. All good. Um, and then on the 19th, every other Saturday, up leading up till Christmas, obviously with a break over Christmas, we're yeah. doing uh, group sessions at um, Conscious Collective Health. It's downtown just off of Ellis. Okay. And then every other Wednesday, starting this Wednesday on the 9th at uh, um, Fluid Power Personal Training, just behind Waterscapes on Industrial Ave. Wow, that's amazing. And you're leading these sessions. And how big or small are the groups? Um, it really depends. I mean, we get groups from anywhere from three people to 12 people. Um, okay. I, and I how do people lead... register and pay and stuff like that? How does it work? Yeah, exactly. If you just right now, obviously, I'm in the early stages. So I'm, I'm doing yeah. the website building and all that sort of stuff. So you can just message nice. me on on Instagram at uh, unbreakable.breath. Yes. Uh, or you can find me on Facebook at uh, Cody Jimmy Fisher. Okay. That's cool. And how long have you been uh, doing the sessions now? Um, about two months now. Yeah. And isn't it so, isn't it so empowering when we start to help others? It is. It is. And that's the 100%. thing too. When I, you know, I, I talk about, um, you know, taking away that deep seated, you know, despair and hopelessness and loneliness. And that's not to say that my mind doesn't try to attack me still. Like this of, is like, I'm us. in constant, I'm in constant maintenance still. Yes. And that's, it's such a powerful thing too, to be able to do something towards my purpose to, to help others and provide that space for them. That fills me up right to the brim as well. So, well, you know, what they say is if you want to know anything, you have to teach it. Exactly. So the more, if you pick up when you're the student and the teacher, you're learning like so much quicker about a thing. Mm -hmm. So um, it's an, it's a wonderful thing that you're doing. And I'm definitely going to come as well. I'm going to be away for a few weeks. But when I come back, mm -hmm. I'm going to contact you because I, I've experienced this particular breathing already uh, that you teach. And I loved it. Absolutely mm -hmm. loved it. And it's like, I was even thinking, oh, maybe I'll go and do um, the training with this guy as well. But I, I already have so many trainings about, you know, with so many things. And yeah. I was like, okay, you know, Deb, just, just enjoy it. You don't need to uh, take the training. So I will definitely come and join your your circle when I come back because I really exactly. enjoyed it a lot because my first uh, breathing was also just with pranayama deep breathing. And also I have a Kriya breathing that I learned many, many years ago. That's kind of like my go-to. But this particular mm -hmm. breathing, when I did it, it like, like you said, it kind of blows you away because it goes very deep into the, you know, the subconscious and you can go mm -hmm. there and repair so many things. 
Exactly. And it can really, yeah, and, and you touch yourself with your pure consciousness. Oh, for sure. For sure. For yeah. sure. And, and just to, to let everyone know, um, the breathing technique that I like to use in my journeys is what they call the euphoric breath. So mm-hmm. it's one, one deep breath into the belly, all open mouth, one deep breath into the chest. So a two part breath and just passive exhale. Yes. And it's just, it's, it's hard And you do work. that for what, for 20 minutes or do you do the one hour? About 45 minutes. 45 minutes. And I know that it's mm-hmm. led with music, right? It is. It is. Yeah. A yeah. lot of, a lot of time is spent putting together a good, good music with like, you know, epic trailer, um, really uplifting yes. with good subliminal messaging. And then, you know, through the first 15, 10 to 15 to 20 minutes, um, yeah. that time is spent trying to get past the ego into the It's kind of like, it's very uncomfortable. Like it's like, it can, because it you, can be, yeah. Because your mind is telling you, what are you doing? Like, it's like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like trying to, to, to keep its, um, uh, power. Right. But then you just exactly. gently guide it through to keep going, keep going. And then boom, you switch out yeah. of it. And then it, the, everything disappears. Like all that, that stuff, you know, just goes yeah. away. Yeah. And it just, it seems once you get past that, that ego, right. The ego that's trying yeah. to keep you safe, it's the ego safe mind. right. Exactly. It's, the ego. Right? Man, it's, it's protecting its power. That's all exactly. it's doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so after about 15 or 10, 15, 20 minutes, you yeah. know, you get into that transient, what we call transient hyperfrontality, right? The theta yeah. brainwave state, when we yeah. have access to the subconscious. And, yeah. you know, I find for myself anyways, I feel like my body just starts breathing on its own. Yeah, yeah. Then, and then you have access. And that's where I come in. I, 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 I actively coach to push push you guys yeah. through through because that sometimes and people once... don't know how to do that so it's good to have a coach exactly mm-hmm. yeah and then and then once we get in that stage i come in with spoken words of inspiration to inspire you to let go of limiting beliefs self-sabotaging thoughts negative thought loops you know maybe anything that you need to let go of and then we come in and we we always finish it off with um, what i call energy bubbles and we come in and we we bring in gratitude and feelings of being free and inspiration and work in some breath holds and there's some some breath holds and some screams in there like a, you know a massive yeah. opportunities from some good energy release too so yeah it's it's uh well i'm excited because like i said mm-hmm. you're so close to me so i can actually come to one of your probably i'd come like once a every couple of you know couple of weeks because i i really love it mm-hmm. um and it's good that you get you're so close to me so i'll definitely jump mm-hmm. jump in and join you um when i get back i'll reach out to you so cody like your story Terrific. is so inspirational i it's just it makes my heart so happy you know that there are many people around us that they continue to to offer tools and techniques and they offer love and they offer you know compassion and and these people make such a difference Mm -hmm. in our lives we never know they you know people that come into our lives and do these things they never know the extent um Mm -hmm. of what they are doing really because when i hear your story and there's been you've had people that has loved you unconditionally and that has helped you come to this place and now you are going to help all these other people that's going to come into your space and I truly cannot think of anything better than that. It's truly a beautiful thing to see in life. I'm so grateful. Thank you for joining me tonight and for um, sharing your story with us and with our listeners. And uh, just for the 
beautiful work that you're doing and the beautiful human being that you are and that you didn't give up, you know, and that somehow you didn't give up and somehow you chose and how wonderful that is, that you're seeing that there's so much more to life than we can ever imagine. That our exactly. mind, our little mind was just making up stories that we are worthy of love. Mm-hmm. We are so worthy of love and we are worthy of being here. We don't have to earn it. We are worthy because we are here. No, that's our birthright. Yes, exactly. So, so I will definitely be in touch with you myself and I'll join one of those breathing groups. And um, I wish you so much, you know, love and blessings and so excited to see how many people in Kelowna. Like I love that because of course I live in Kelowna. It's I love to do things for my community too. And it makes my heart so happy when there are people like you out there giving this technique because there are a lot of people who are suffering. Maybe they're not drug addicts, but maybe they have other stuff, traumas that they're struggling with. So it doesn't matter what it is. The breath can truly help you. The breath is the bridge. It's going to bring you to Mm -hmm. now. You know, like we can live without food for quite a long time. We can live without water for quite a while too, but we can't live without the breath. It's the first thing we do when we come into the world. And it's Mm -hmm. the last thing you're going to do when you go. The first breath in and the last breath out. And in between is what we call life. Mm -hmm. And so think about that, how close the breath is to you. It's so close to us. It's right under our noses and we don't even know that we are breathing. And I love how in one of your posts on Instagram, you just talked a little bit about how um, the breath is also the only, um, it can be, it can, it uses both the sympathetic and the parasympathetic systems. Mm-hmm. So can you can manipulate the breath to change feelings, thoughts, emotions, physical being. Like it's so powerful. So please listeners, if you're living in Kelowna, you definitely have to get in touch with Cody because you're going to love this experience. I did it. Loved it, recommended highly, and um, see what it can do for you. All right. Thank you, Cody, so much for making time for me. We will be in touch. Yeah, it sounds good. Thanks for having me on, Deb. Welcome. Bye. Bye.